And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm Mike Harrison, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. I appreciate you joining me today. Well, today's show is a first. After several hundred shows, I've never done this, but I'm doing it today, so I'm happy you're here to enjoy it. This is a part three. This is a continuation of two prior shows that I have recently recorded. Hopefully, you were able to catch those. The first one was September 14th of of this year, why people talk themselves out of incredible real estate returns. That was part one. And then September 15th, why people talk themselves out of incredible real estate returns. That was part two. And yes, thank you. Thank you to our listeners. Thank you to the feedback I received. Today's show is part three, why people talk themselves out of incredible real estate returns. And if you have any questions or comments, please send me an email. My email address is askmike at lu inc.com. Ask Mike at luinc.com. Typically, I do shows providing reasons to invest in real estate, why you should be doing this. Today's show is the third of a series, and it's highlighting the exact opposite. It's the excuses people use to not invest in real estate. Think about it. 65% of Americans are homeowners. They have a mortgage on their home property that they live in. Maybe their home property is paid for. Quite a bit have the paid for home. I, I believe when I was researching, it was well over 30% of those folks actually had the paid for home. How many of us are, how many of us are investment property owners? Think about that for a second. How many own that second property? Not that vacation home. That second property that is nothing more than an investment property. The answer, 6.7% of us. So 65% of us, we're all familiar with real estate. We understand it. We live in it. We own our own homes. Yet less than one in 10 of us actually own that second property, that investment property. And we're going to review today some more excuses, reasons, crutches, whatever you want to throw out there, why most people will never invest in real estate. Honestly, living in this side of the world, and I came from the other side, I look at it, it's strange to me. The benefits over here are incredible. They're absolutely incredible. Hence the show. That's why myself and other hosts of this show and Dell Walmsley were constantly out there talking to you. Why are you not doing this? Change your life now. Now, I said something on those two shows that is absolutely worth repeating. And, and what I said was, when I first started investing in real estate, the tangible, the physical returns that you saw, face value, it was rather slow at first compared to what I was doing, compared to my time and energy investment, if you, if you want to call it that. But fast forward six years, what happened? Within six years, I had made more money for my future wealth than I had accomplished in 25 years of the conventional wisdom plan. Think about that. Six years versus 25 years. But at face value, at first, in the initial days, 
My progress was slow, and it was rather boring. $500 on this house, $500 a month on that house, $500 a month on the third house. But from the, from the outside, somebody who does not understand the power of real estate, does not understand the ability of compounding that wealth, does not understand the five different ways that we make money on those single-family properties, they wouldn't even believe I was getting getting ahead. Again, it was the sweat equity that I put in on that, that front side. The education, the setting aside the seed money for property acquisition, the property search, the purchase of the property, the rehab of the property, and everything that's involved with all that, the leasing of the property, getting that resident in that property, and then the refinance of that property into a stable 30 year mortgage. There's a ton of work on that front side and someone looking in from the back side's like, you did all that for $500 a month? And so people, literally the people closest to me, my friends, my families, my neighbors, I think they thought I was a nut. Actually, I, th I think they may still think I'm, I'm a little bit of a nut. I mean, after all, what I did, I, first of all, I had to stop saving for retirement. I had to turn off my 401k. So boom, stop that. And then I'm using that money for my property acquisition. But I had also, I was giving up my weekends. I was giving up my evenings. I was busy with education. I was busy with networking events. I was busy taking our two-day financial freedom seminar. And that's on a Saturday and a Sunday. So I'm giving up those weekends and again, I think my family, my friends, because I wasn't able to hang out with them anymore. Like, hey, we're having a football get together at our house this Saturday. Sorry, can't be there. I'm busy. They're like, well, what, what, what are you busy with? They knew I had a W-2 job. That's Monday through Friday. What am I possibly doing all day Saturday and all day Sunday? What am I doing on these weekends? And so I'm sure the people close, well, I know they thought I was crazy. And it's been over 10 years now. I know many of them still think I'm crazy, but you know what's interesting? Most people aren't saying anything. They can see from the outside that we are doing well. We're doing very well. Now, initially, we gave up our family vacations. We gave up our weekends. We gave up our evenings. Now, we're booking incredible vacations. In fact, I just booked again for Grand Cayman Island of 2023, that's where I will be with my entire group, my mother-in-law, my kids, friends of my kids, no expenses spared, first class, first class trip will be on Seven Mile Beach. But let's go back to those 10 years ago. There wasn't much to see. I was sacrificing weekends. I was sacrificing evenings. Like I said, we stopped taking vacations. And what did I have to show for it initially? Not much. Two to three rent homes thousand dollars per month maybe fifteen hundred dollars a month but in the background it was growing it was growing greater than i ever knew it i'm mike harrison if you have any questions or comments or want to learn how to get started real estate investing my email address is askmike at luinc.com askmike at luinc.com please reach out in fact today's show is a result of our listeners reaching out to me based on two prior shows that i've done this is a part three and it's essentially why people talk themselves out of incredible real estate returns. Part one was September 14th. Part two was September 15th. And here you are participating in part three today. And I want to thank you for joining me. There are four ways to consume the Lifestyles Unlimited radio network. One, YouTube. And it's much more than the radio shows. We have our own YouTube channel, Lifestyles Unlimited. Go to YouTube, type that in. You'll find us. Type in Mike Harrison, type in Del Walmsley, Andy Webb, Al Gordon. 
ton of information there. As always, Lifestyles Unlimited website, that's lifestylesunlimited.com, your favorite podcast app on your smartphone. Just subscribe to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. It will load automatically. You can listen to it on your free time. And you can live stream this show from your smartphone, from wherever you are in the world on this planet. If you, As long as you have internet and you know the show's on at a certain time, you just go to that particular radio station's website, whatever it is, click listen now, and you'll catch us there. And I'll be there with you. Hopefully, we're in some great areas while you're listening to me now. Now, when we left off, I was talking about those early days of my real estate investing. We're going to get into reasons why most people don't invest in real estate. Stay with me. We're going to get into those because most people don't. Only 6.7% of us own that second home, that second investment property, believe it or not. 6.7, less than 1 in 10 people out there are real estate investors. I don't understand it. It's fantastic. Jump in. The water's great. But let me tell you, I'm talking about my people closest to me, my friends, my family, my neighbors, my inner circle. And when I first started investing in real estate, we were giving up our weekends. We were giving up our evenings. We, we had dived full on. We were giving up vacations because we're starting this path. We changed gears. We course corrected into this real estate investment path. And within the first, I don't know, let's go maybe a, a first year and a half into this, I knew that I was having success, okay? Now, at face value, it was only about $500 a rental property. I probably had three properties at that time. So if you want to call it $1,500 a month in tax-free income was coming in, I was very excited, okay? And anytime the conversation gave me the opportunity to talk about real estate investing, whether it was a block party or neighborhood get-togethers, dinner parties, holiday gatherings, friends, family, neighbors, whoever, I just started talking about real estate. I mean, I was talking, 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 trying to get people involved, trying to get people on board. And I'm telling you, I think the people closest to us thought we were nuts. Now, what was going on inside our house? We had a term here in our house and it's financial diet. I would my wife and I would explain to our kids, "Hey kids, we're on a financial diet. We can't afford to do that right now." And they were young, they took it very well. I guess by that time in those early days, I'd probably invested maybe 100, maybe $120,000 into rental properties and now my friends and my family my neighbors they were all high w-2 earners they couldn't grasp what i was doing in fact that group of friends i call it the boat stage they were all in the boat stage they were all about the lake life and what's better than owning a boat having a good friend that owns a boat and i had four or five good friends that owned a boat okay but everyone owned a boat, a ski boat, except me. And these weren't just ski boats. These were $120,000, $140,000 Mastercrafts. I mean, these were incredible machines. You can set them to surf mode. What you know, If you had a particular left or right or however you want to do it, and I'm sure you, you boat folks out there listening to me know what I'm talking about. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I just know these were, I mean, like the speakers on them, the wakeboards, everything was incredible. But I'm the guy who didn't own the boat. We would enjoy hanging out with our friends occasionally. Again, I was giving up a lot of weekends for real estate and, and staying involved in my real estate purchases and, and growing this path. 
but the conversation would come up to real estate. And when I start to explain it, you can just tell they weren't interested. They didn't want to see it. Um, you can see the look on someone's face when it, it's not that they weren't interested. I think they thought that I was participating in something that was rather dangerous and it was only a matter of time before the other shoe would drop and we would get hurt. Our family would get hurt in a bad way. Again, this is, this is 10 years ago. Look, when you try to explain equity capture to somebody outside of real estate and they're living in this 401k IRA stock market world, you will lose people in the conversation. I'm telling you right now, you will lose people in the conversation. And if anyone would even chime in on the conversation, occasionally someone would say something. You know what you got? You got the, uh, well, if you're going to have a rental property, you should pay cash for that rental property. And that's all I know. That's all they've heard. That's a very popular show that's out there. And they're saying that to you as a friend. They're saying that to you because they love you. They're saying that to you because they don't know what they're talking about. They don't know anything about real estate. And then so I would respond like, what are you talking about? And they said, well, if, if you pay cash for the rental property, at least you're reducing your risk. And I would say, risk? What risk? I've got a one-year lease. I've, I've got a, a resident that lives in my property. They've signed a one-year lease for a, a rental agreement. It's a contract for a year. They're contracted to pay X amount each and every month. I have 30 to 40% equity in this property. There is no risk. I'm not, what am I worried about? What's, what's the risk? Why would I have all that cash tied up? I can go buy all these other properties. And then their eyes would glaze over and their look on their face was as if I was gambling, if I was some kind of stunt man, if I'm reckless. So fast forward, that was the early days. Here it's been 10 years, okay? And things have gotten better and better and better. The wealth has grown. The passive income has grown each year better than the last. But today, do I speak about real estate to friends and family anymore? No, I don't. I don't at all. If, if anything, what I've learned is that people get dug in to their beliefs. They get dug in to a path. And no matter how polite you are and how you mention real estate investing, for instance, you are challenging a way of life that they have committed to for 20 years. Now it's been an extra 10, 30 years. Some people maybe 40 years. Some people even longer than that. And so if you're all excited about real estate investing and, hey, I'm doing this and I bought this property and I bought that property and I bought that property and you should do the same. And the people that are closest to you, the people that love you, and I love these people. They are my friends and family. They are my inner circle. But when you mention you should, anytime you begin a sentence with you should and then fill in the blank, you are challenging those people and they don't want to hear it because they're not hearing I can do better. What they're hearing is, I've been doing wrong. My name is Mike Harrison. We'll be right back after a short break. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. You allowed 15,000 members into your Thank sandbox. You. Thank yeah. you. 
And so that speaks volumes. So for that, and as a family. So you know why I did that? Everybody what? always asks, why did you do this? Because I was an ugly kid. My parents used to have to put a pork chop around my neck so the dog would play with me. And so I always wanted to have friends, and I figured if I could make people rich, they might be my friend. Join Dell and his successful friends. Start with the free online workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm Mike Harrison, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. I want to thank you for joining me today. If you have any questions or comments about today's show about real estate investing, my email address is askmike at luinc.com. When I started learning real estate, effective real estate investing, and I, I learned that from Lifestyles Unlimited, and again, you're listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Keep in mind, I had tried real estate investing by myself, solo, out there on an island, and then I realized, hey, I'm on to something, and I needed effective education. I found Lifestyles Unlimited, got that effective education. But while once I was in there, I realized I had discovered a path to wealth that was different from anything else, anything else out there. And so I started looking at the world different. I started looking at the world with a millionaire mentality, not that middle-class worker, saver, employee mentality. I, I saw it as a millionaire's mentality, completely different. You see everything different. And in six years, in six short years, I grew my wealth greater than I had in the previous 25 years. Think about that. Six versus 25. It was amazing. Now, will you invest in real estate? Will you invest in real estate? I'll tell you, most people won't. Most people will not do it. And that's what I'm about to get to. I'm about to get to some of these crutches, why people won't invest in real estate. In fact, the people that invest in real estate, the, the amount, the percentage of Americans that own that second property, that second investment property may surprise you. It's only 6.7%. 6.7%. Yet real estate is incredibly familiar to us. 65% of it, percent of us are homeowners, 65% of it. But no one takes that extra step and says, this is so good for me. What if I owned a second property and allowed a renter to live in that property, a resident, and they could pay me for the privilege of living in my great property that I have fixed everything. I've made it clean. I've made it functional. It's a nice place to live in a nice neighborhood. No one takes that next step. 6.7 of us, 6.7%. So what are some of the reasons why people don't do it? And when you throw it out there, there's a ton of reasons. So on my previous two shows, this is part three. This is the third show. If you've missed those, you're going to want to go back September 14th and 15th and catch those. So reason number one was some people, people that have a great job and they make nice W-2 income, they feel like investing in real estate is so time consuming that they are then risking their W-2 income or their job to buy rental properties. That is false, I can assure you, but that, that's a big reason. Hey, I've got a great job. Why should I invest in real estate? Well, it has nothing to do with your job, friend. It has everything to do with creative passive income for the rest of your life. Number two, reason number two, well, it's the bad experience. It's the friends, neighbors, cousins, brothers, sister, whatever, cousin, you name it, throw the, the chain, uh, the six uh, 
any, anyway, this, the six stages of connection, somebody knows somebody who had a bad experience in real estate and uh, people aren't going to do it because they heard about this or this or this or this. And I'm just not going to do it. They, they think it's just uh, it's crazy. Number three is flat out fear, flat out fear. There's no fear investing in the stock market, which is nuts to me because the stock market is doing nothing but down, 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 down. Why there's not fear, I don't know. If I'm swimming in a school of fish and 30% of us just got ate by a really big fish, I'm a little nervous. I might take a, a left and take a different direction and get out of the pack. But anyway, a lot of people are just flat out afraid. Uh, reason number four, you don't have the time. Look, if you're going to change your life, you're going to find the time, okay? We all have 24 hours in a day. Time is our most precious asset that we have is time. You're going to have to make time. You're doing something. You're watching TV, whatever. You're kicking back in the evenings. Like I said, I sacrificed my evenings, my weekends, uh, any sort of free time and, and made that change. But really, once you get into it, it, it takes very little time at all. I, I spend almost no time on my real estate portfolio today. Uh, reason number five, you don't want to borrow money. You've been trained. Borrowing is bad. Borrowing is bad. Look, that's consumer debt. Yes, bad. Car debt, bad. College debt, bad. Credit card debt, bad. Whatever. Uh, financing the new carpet, bad. Any of that sort of stuff, bad, 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 bad. Investment debt, good. You get rich borrowing money, friend. You don't get rich saving. Reason number six, you are afraid of the market downturn. And that, to me, is the worst reason out there. Uh, it just proves that you don't understand what you're talking about in real estate. When someone says, I'd buy a rental property, but I'm afraid of the market downturn, that makes no sense whatsoever because we put a resident in this property and they pay rent on the first of each and every month. So all the noise of whether housing is going up or down, and there's a lot of that noise right now that you're seeing in and they're talking about housing start stopping and builder confidence coming down and consumer confidence coming down. But look, this is rental property. This is an investment property. You have somebody in that property. You have a contract for a certain rental amount that is due on the first of each and every month. We don't have to sell our properties if indeed there is a downturn. And I don't think there's going to be any downturn in the value of good rental property. I'm just I'm throwing that out there for you. But to be afraid of market downturn makes no sense whatsoever. This is a rental property. You put a resident in it and they pay the rent. Reason number seven, I'm worried that real estate investing will complicate my tax return. And I think I blew that one out of the water in those previous shows. If you missed it, look, yes, your tax return is going to get more complicated. Would you trade a million dollars for a more complicated tax return? Yes or no? I think everybody would trade a more complicated track. They, they go, yeah, if I'm going to make much more money, if I'm going to become wealthy, I realize my tax return is going to become more complicated. And it is. But you hire somebody that's competent and you pay them to do your taxes. And by the way, that's a business expense and you write it off. Reason number eight. I don't want to deal with rehab. Well, that's silly because we pick up a phone and we call a professional to handle the rehab for us on these properties. We oversee it. We're not doing it ourselves. Now, do I know real estate investors that are retired and they enjoy doing their own rehab and work on their properties? Yes, I do. But they're doing it out of 
the fact that they like that, that they're crafty, that they're handy. They're not doing it because they have to. So, yes, you can own a rental property. You can have your everyday nine to five job while you're building this passive income in the background. And you just, you literally set it up and you hire people to do this work for you. We're not doing it ourselves. Reason number nine is people mention is because they have a financial advisor and their financial advisor advises them not to invest in real estate. And my question there is, is is this person a multimillionaire? Does this person own real estate? And does this person have your best interest in mind? No, they have their interest in mind. It's a job for them. Their job is to sell you securities. And the last thing they want is you pulling a hundred, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars out of your quote unquote retirement fund and purchasing real estate. They don't want to see that because their commissions will go down. Now I'm not saying these people are crooks. I'm saying they have an interest in you remaining within a certain investment profile. Reason number ten was I don't understand real estate investing. I get it. I did it myself. I didn't understand anything about it. And then I found Lifestyles Unlimited and got that education and became an effective investor. So those were the 10 reasons that we got through on the previous two shows. Again, if you missed them, you can go back and pick it up, lifestylesunlimited.com. Reason number 11, and this was a valid reason for about 10 years. It's not valid anymore. But people would say, I don't want to invest in real estate because my IRA, 401k, my investment portfolio is doing well. So why should I look at real estate? Again, that's somebody who doesn't understand that no matter how great it's doing, and it's not doing good now, I get it, is 40% of that is taxed. So whatever your number is, if you're looking at a million dollars and you think I'm a millionaire, no, 40% of whatever's in your IRA, 401k is going to the government. I'm Mike Harrison. I want to take a moment and invite you to our Wealth and Passive Income Expo and Master's Tour. That's going to be February 15th through 18th in Irving, Texas at the Toyota Music Factory. Incredible venue. It's literally just east of the DFW airport. So if you're out of state, you can fly in. It's a short hop to the Toyota Music Factory. Great hotels, great venue, plenty of restaurants. We're going to have an incredible time, and that's February 15th through 18th, 2023. You can get more information at the Wealth and Passive Income Expo.com, and I'll see you there. I can't wait. Uh, always a good time, and, and uh, I love seeing you. Uh, old friends from from different states that I've met throughout the years. I, lo- I love seeing you guys each and every year, so we'll see you soon. Today we're talking about essentially why most people will never invest in real estate. This is part three of two other shows that came out. And then literally I got so much feedback from listeners that were saying, yeah, what about this reason? What about that reason? That was big for me. That was the reason why I didn't invest in real estate. Uh, Harrison, did you cover that? So I've, I've come back. I picked up those first 10, if you missed it, in the earlier segment. And then reason number 11, a lot of reasons why people would never invest in invest in real estate. And it doesn't hold water right now because the stock market is down, down, down. When I was telling you to get out over the last three years, get out, pull that money out, put it into real estate. Uh, A lot of people are like, no, my investment portfolio is doing well. It's up this percentage and that percentage and that percentage. And and I've got a lot of things I want to say about that. One, 40% of that belongs to the government. You're going to pay taxes when you pull it out, okay? Keep that in mind. So whatever that number is in your retirement portfolio, minus 40% to the government, 
the rest, yeah, is yours. But if you'd put it into rental properties, rental assets, what's going on with, with housing right now? Appreciation, appreciation, appreciation. Then we have the cash flow on top of that. And then we're buying these these homes that are hurting, so we're getting an equity capture on top of that. And then when the resident pays the rent, you pay the PITI, principal interest taxes, insurance, and then you keep the other. So there's the cash flow. So you have all these reasons on your side. And then the tax benefits to doing it. So I don't care what the balance of your IRA 401k is. That money should be in tangible, physical real estate assets. How much did your 401k pay you last month? Nothing. And in if you're if you're in that world, you're hurting right now. It is a down year and that is going to continue. There is no plan to make that better from this current administration. In fact, I think they're happy that it's coming down. I, I literally do because they feel that the more people lose money or can't afford things, the more dependent they become on the government, and boom, they've got you. It's like a fish with a hook in their mouth. They've got you. So anyway, telling me that your your investment portfolio is doing so well, that's why you won't invest in real estate, I just don't see it. And by the way, what's a hedge against inflation? A hedge against inflation that we have right now? Well, real estate is a hedge against inflation. Now, another reason that I get is Mike, I'd invest in real estate, but I don't have any money to invest. All right. That's a legitimate reason. What we do requires money to invest. Okay. It does. You've got to start at some point and you've got to, you've got to save that money. You've got to put it together, maybe sell some stuff, but you've got to get that money into these real estate assets and begin creating and compounding those assets, creating that cash flow snowball. If you're still saving for retirement, hey, right now, turn that off. Turn that off and start saving for your first rental home or start saving for your first passive multifamily investment. Our plan grows your income each and every year. So if you don't have money to invest in real estate, probably you don't have money to invest in anything at all. Find a way. Change your life. Live uh, Live beneath your means, right? Create a budget. I got an email just literally last week, and it was from a 20-year-old. And this 20-year-old had saved, I think they said, twenty to $25,000. And they were ready to get started investing in real estate. If that 20-year-old can put together twenty to $25,000, I know you can do it, okay? I know you can do it. It's just how bad do you want it. Now, another reason that I got from people that don't want to invest in real estate, and I call it the the couch mentality. Literally, they're just, it's day by day. They take it one hour at a time. They're not thinking about tomorrow or the next day or the future. And they don't want to really, they don't want to complicate their life, okay? They don't want to, they, they don't. Doing something new is going to create more of a hassle for them than any sort of gain that they're going to have. And that's boring. It's monotonous. But there's a lot of people that live their life that way. They're happy with the status quo. But what I want to, what I want to tell those people is there's so many reasons besides just the wealth factor, just the, 
the gain on that monthly income that you get, just the compounding. There's so many more. It's not just the money. It's the lifestyle. We say it all the time. So you know how much fun my wife and I have real estate investing? It's amazing. Anytime that one of our deals, that something great happens, maybe a refinance or maybe a property sells, and suddenly we have literally just a a windfall of cash, for us, that's an excuse for champagne. That's an excuse for a nice dinner out. That's an excuse maybe we do something great. That's an excuse for maybe we take a quick vacation somewhere. So we have a lot of fun. I can tell you that anytime my 401k statement came, and it came in the mail quarterly, right? They send it to you after each quarter, and you kind of see where your mutual funds are. And in those years when that, like, let's say you had a good pop during a certain year, I don't think we ever said, holy cow, let's get a bottle of champagne. We never did that. That was There was nothing sexy about sitting down and going through a 401k or an IRA statement with your significant other. Nothing. In fact, it's a libido killer. But when you get an email from a lead investor and it says, hey, we're doing a refinance. We're going to return 75% of your initial investment. Checks in the mail. Look for it. That's exciting. I mean, your heart kind of goes up a couple of, it, it speeds up a little bit. And you're like, hey, baby, look at this email. This is what's happening on this property. Remember we invested in that property three years ago? Holy mackerel, look at what's going on. We're getting all this money back, and now we can do this, 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 and this, and we can reinvest X amount. And by the way, it's it's a great feeling. It is a bonding feeling. Now, another part of appreciation that comes to you as a real estate investor is we buy these properties, and they're beat up. They're down. And when you turn that property around, when you fix everything, when you paint the outside, when you paint the inside, when you put the new appliances, the neighbors on the street will notice. They will look at it. This was the old property that always had beer cans and trash on the side of the road. uh, And the, the yard was never mowed and the trees were just going crazy and there was the the board on the window because they would never fix the window and it was just a terrible place but then when you make it super nice your neighbors the neighbors of that property will notice i have had people that live adjacent to these eyesore properties that i've turned around come over and thank me i had a father that had two very young daughters i mean literally babies in the house and he traveled a lot and the property that i had purchased was the party house And literally, he hated being away from his wife and his two little baby girls because he didn't know if some drunk or drugged out person was going to walk into that house uh, when his wife was there and and with the two babies. And he wasn't there. He literally came over. I think the man would have hugged me if he knew me any better. But I can just see on his face, what are you doing with the property? And I told him and I said, look, we screen. We only put the very best people in this property. We're putting granite in. We're putting all new flooring. We're putting uh, the new carpet. We're putting the new appliances in here. We're trimming all the trees. We had to put a new air conditioner in there because the crazies that lived there before stole it for the copper or what have you. And he was just so thankful. I've seen it in apartment communities with our lead investors. They go into an apartment community that's loaded with just the worst of the worst, the worst people you can imagine, prostitutes, drug dealers, thugs, and they go in and they kick those people out. 
they fix everything. They fix the potholes in the parking lot, all the glass broken bottles in the parking lot. They clean all that up. They fix the fence. They paint everything. They fix the windows. They put in superior management, and they make it a clean functional place to live where families can call home, where kids can go to the playground again and not be worried about it, where there's not just broken down, abandoned automobiles in the parking lot. Do you think that's a good feeling? If you had the ability to go change 75 families' lives, right? Let's say you have a 75-unit apartment community, and it is, it is down. It is full of criminals and thugs. It's a dangerous place and you clean it. You clean it all. You actually put pest control in, get rid of the bugs. You fix the plumbing. You put in good management. Do you think people are happier? Good people now can come home, and they're not worried at night who's walking around outside. They're not worried about their kids going to the playground. Do you think that's a good feeling? I guarantee it's a great feeling. Now, honorable mention on reasons why people won't invest in real estate People say, hey, I'm afraid of the late night phone calls. I don't want to be bothered. I'm worried the house won't rent. I don't want to be a millionaire. On and on and on. But people are always going to throw those excuses out. Friends, I'm telling you, don't wait. Do it now. And I want you to remember, it's not the money. It's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.